0: Oh, it feels so good.
1: I'm loving it. Welcome to Tampa Bay. Get it, champion Tampa Bay. Because uh-huh. you know, I guess we're doing well in sports now. It's Let's a weird see. feeling. Can
0: I name them? Let's see. The Rays go to the World Series. Almost. The way,
1: They win the American League.
0: Yes, they yeah. won the American League. Um, the Heat. Gets That's not Tampa. Finals.
1: That's Miami. Get out of here with it, that. It's
0: it's our it's our favorite team.
1: Let though. Tampa have its moment.
0: Okay. Um, Lightning
1: win the Stanley Cup.
0: The Rowdies.
1: Well, technically, they're sharing the USL title, which is pretty awesome. The United States Soccer League, Mm -hmm. whatever it's called.
0: Um, the Buccaneers won the Super Bowl, so that's pretty darn awesome. If you're a Bucks fan or somewhere from Florida,
1: I mean. I have no words. It's just.
0: The neighbors could hear us.
1: After so long of just being so terrible at everything, pretty much.
0: Last year we were seven and five. It hurt so much. Nine and seven. Seven and nine. Seven and
1: nine.
0: Seven and nine. It hurt so much. And then we come back and we're like fourteen and what now?
1: I'm going to admit it. It still doesn't feel real that Tom Brady plays for the Bucks. It just it doesn't.
0: Something that doesn't that doesn't feel real is. That John Lynch is in the is in the Hall of Fame. Yep,
1: and that's also. You will also
0: get more info on that later, but stay I tuned. Have, yes, stay tuned. I have six questions for you guys
1: to start the show.
0: Yes, to start off the show. First of all, what was the best play for each team?
1: Well, basically any of the plays on defense last night for the Bucks. But the one that feels most fitting to say was the best play was the Devin White interception. It just, it sealed it, and it felt so good. The radio call by Gene Deckerhoff, longtime Tampa Bay radio announcer.
0: One of the most iconic voices in football, other than the Chiefs and the, well, and The, the Titans. The Titans guy? What? Yeah, um, touchdown Titans!
1: I'm going to I'm gonna admit to you, I've never heard that guy's voice in my life.
0: Oh my God. Never heard no, it? it's
1: definitely, he's one of the most iconic voices in Florida sports. Yep. I would say the other one is... Uh,
0: for each team. What's... For the, so this one has to be for the Chiefs.
1: Well, no. The, he's the most iconic radio yeah, caller yeah, I know, I know, in Florida. Enough,
0: but this one has to be for the Chiefs. Because it's for... What, what am, am I even am saying?
1: I, this is... The Devin White interception is the best play for the Bucks. Yes. But we went off on a tangent talking about Gene Decker off. I don't yeah. know what you were doing with the Chiefs there.
0: Yeah. I, However,
1: I'm sorry. I was gonna say that I think his name is Eric Reed for the Miami Heat. He might be the other most iconic voice in Florida Sports. Yeah. God. It just f- chills. And to hear the Tampa Bay chants. Tampa! Bay! Inside Ray J during the Super Bowl. <sighs>
0: They gave me chills and that's it. I would again, say the best I almost cried.
1: I would say for the best play for the Chiefs is probably the diving pass from Mahomes that was incomplete.
0: But it hit Brian okay, still okay, Wait a minute. He it. No he wait, didn't wait, 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 it hit wait. him
1: in the face. But he dropped.
0: Oh no, that, you're I, talking about Hill. Okay, okay, okay. Oh. I'm gonna go off a little tangent here. Imagine you're playing some backyard football. You have three men chasing you. And you get the ball off to somebody. It's an incomplete pass. Maybe thinking, Trey, what, what are you talking about? It's just phenomenal how he gets those passes off.
1: He's the most talented quarterback I think I've ever seen in my life. Like,
0: how do you get those passes off?
1: He doesn't have the supporting cast that Brady has, but I would, I, I still would have bet on the Chiefs in that game. Like, even as a Bucs fan, I would have bet on the Chiefs. It's. It's incredible what the defense did, but and so the best play for Mahomes was an incomplete pass that only traveled about thirty yards downfield. But with context, he was parallel to the ground when he let go of the ball. So there you go.
0: It's just phenomenal how he gets the he gets the ball.
1: All right, Noah, what's your top play from the Bucks?
0: Devin White. No, 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 no. no. Um, it tips off of Hill's helmet, and well, Antoine Winfield catches it. Well, yeah. that, um, I think that's the one. Or that's a good one. There's another one. Antoine Winfield puts the peace sign.
1: That wasn't really a play, though. Face. That wasn't on a play, though.
0: It was a good. It was not awesome, not good, um,
1: but it wasn't on a play. It was after the best the play.
0: celebration. Okay. Yes.
1: And then best play for the Chiefs now.
0: Um, I have a different one. It's Mahomes. He's going. He's the same situation. This time Byron Pringle catches it, I don't but remember he, this.
1: he catches it in one arm on the basically on the pylon.
0: Oh yeah, he's, yeah, out but yeah. he's out of bounds. He's out of bounds. That was ridiculous. I like
1: that our two best plays for the Chiefs were complete passes. That just shows you how rough of a game that was for them.
0: But um, they were still amazing. i like,
1: he still threw for so like two seventy or something. He
0: threw for two. The my my favorite is it my turn or are you yeah, still rocking? Go ahead, Dre. Okay, so my favorite Bucks play was the. The first Gronk touchdown. That play is much more complicated than you think it is. Yep, it's
1: up on the Twitter page actually. Okay. At TNT underscore sports underscore pod on
0: Twitter. The had 270 yards passing, and then he also had 33 rushing. The best Chiefs play is probably when they stuffed Rojo on the, um...
1: Oh, yeah, that one was actually pretty good, too. three
0: times at the they stuffed, um, Rojo on the goal line. That we're was about, their best
1: consecutive plays defensively.
0: Yes. We were talking about how if Vito Veo was an offensive lineman, he would have known to just throw Ronald Jones into the end zone. Exactly.
1: It was nice to see Vita Veya in there for, like, basically forced straight snaps as a, either a fullback or a tight end.
0: That reminds me of... Oh.
1: oh, and also the Joe Haig throw in the back of the end zone. Oh. That was fun to watch.
0: I was like, he caught it, though. He caught it, but then he put one foot down and needed to put two. Yeah. That Chiefs player, I can't remember his name. Oh, it's Anthony Hitchens. Mm-hmm. Knocked
1: it out. Mm. All right, next question
0: you i want to hear your super bowl 55 mvp
1: my super bowl 55 mvp is todd Bowles, player the buccaneers defensive coordinator that's the one i'm picking because that's the one that should get it let's be honest let's be honest he should be super bowl mvp right
0: yeah well he represents the entire defense so yeah yeah that that kind of counts
1: I mean, literally, that was the most pressured any quarterback has been in the Super Bowl ever. 52% of plays.
0: Oh, that's He was crazy. under pressure. Ready for mine?
1: Hang on, though. Wait till you hear this, though. Just on the tangent. Mahomes was only sacked twice. That just shows you how elusive that dude is.
0: That shows you. He, you <clears would throat> have to give credit when it's due, alright? This dude is one of the greatest. Still
1: the greatest quarterback I've ever seen in my life.
0: Lamar Jackson, on average, he's been this is an estimate, by the way. Um I believe that he's been sacked on 3% of pressured plays. No, wait, wait, what did I even say? He averaged 3 sacks per game. He's not he's not pressured anywhere close to where Mahomes was.
1: I don't know where you're coming from with that, but okay. I don't
0: know. I
1: mean, maybe. He
0: has a couple sacks every game. Um,
1: Alright, now, who's your defensive player of the game?
0: Or, no, no, no. I mean, your MVP, MVP. MVP. You know that it's a defensive player. Right. I'm not giving it to Devin White. Yes, he has 14 tackles. That's amazing. I'm giving it to Levante David.
1: He yeah, kind of shut down Kelsey the whole game.
0: If, Ke- if if that was someone else um, against Kelsey, yes, Kelsey had seven catches for 113 yards. Um, but if he wasn't on him, he would have had seven catches for 200 yards. Right. Can I stop you right there? Yep. He had 18 receptions, I believe. No. Can we seven. can
1: we check on some of these stats? Because I feel like okay. we're yeah. guessing.
0: I, I, I believe so. That he, had he had 10 catches for 133 yards. Okay. I but believe that he wanna... had 18 receptions. Throughout the entire playoffs before the Super Bowl, twenty-eight receptions in the playoffs. <sighs> I'm gonna choke about. Something.
1: I want to know. I I'm curious to see how Levant, how Kelsey did when Le, only Levante David was guarding him in man, because that would be an interesting stat to look at. But I don't think there's really any way to I do that.
0: I believe that he had eighteen receptions in the playoffs. Um, All
1: right. Trey, who's your Super Bowl MVP?
0: Um, I'm going to have to go with Gronk. Two touch He had two touchdowns and I don't know how many how many Oh wait, no, no. I'm not going with Gronk. He didn't have enough yards, I don't think. Okay. Who are um, you going I'm with? going with Jack Barrett. Nice. He was probably I don't one of the most fresh he was probably giving Patrick Mahomes the most pressure. There we go. Um, yeah. Yeah, probably.
1: I don't think he got a sack either.
0: Hmm. No, he, he got one. He got one.
1: Okay.
0: Um, so, Kelsey had 21 catches before the Super Bowl. That's, okay, then he that's... He has 13 against the Bills. 13. And he wasn't even the leading receiver. Against the Bills. Because right. Tyreek Hill had 172 yards and two touchdowns. Okay, next question. Oops, my phone turned off. Um, next question is the Antoine Winfield Winfield deuces. I want your feedback. Can I start?
1: Honestly, I saw no problem with it. Tyreek does that like literally every game. Um, oh. and when somebody does it back to him, the NFL decides it doesn't like it.
0: Oh, they, but they actually find him. So they find Tyreek Hill. A
1: fine isn't a penalty makes no difference in the um, game.
0: Antoine Winfield, by the way. He did that, but against them in the regular season, Tyreek Hill backflipped in front of his face
1: and he did the peace sign on the same play.
0: That's just not right.
1: So, I've honestly seen no problem with the penalty.
0: If there's a if there's no problem with Tyreek, there's no problem I mean, with-
1: I see no problem with the play. I definitely see a problem with the penalty. It's a stupid penalty.
0: Well, It's kind of, like, in his face. I don't care. If it weren't, like, directly in his face, I don't think that would be a penalty. Like, up here, no. But on the sideline or, like, giving him the deuces across the sideline or maybe a little bit farther apart, that wouldn't be a penalty, I don't think.
1: I don't think either one should be a penalty.
0: No, it shouldn't be a penalty. Okay, next question. Um, the next question. So, I disagree with Aaron Rodgers being the MVP, so I want your feedback on that, too. Josh Allen easily should be the MVP. I don't know how you can argue that, that Aaron Rodgers... Yes, Aaron Rodgers has the stats, but he had the best receiver in the NFL. I know. I-
1: I'm with Noah on this one. Josh Allen should be the MVP.
0: And then I'm with you. If you're going to try to argue Mahomes, I got two reasons why. He yeah. has Kelsey, who catches it all the time.
1: You could just say he has Kelsey and Hill, and that would be the end of the argument, I think.
0: And then he it's has Hill, and then he has the rest of his speech. Josh Allen has Stephon Diggs. And that's it. That's
1: it. I wouldn't even... He doesn't t-
0: even have a run game. I
1: would not call Stephon Diggs a top-five receiver. I would definitely call Hill, Kelsey and Devontae Aud- Adams. Adams' top five receivers.
0: Tavonta Adams is a top 20, right? Top
1: yes. 10, not top five, though.
0: Yes. And so, when you have
1: two top five receivers, you should not be in the MVP conversation, no matter the stats.
0: If think about this, if Brady had the stats that he had this year with the Patriots...
1: Last year, you mean?
0: Last year. Yeah, Specifically
1: last year. last year, because he had no way. he had
0: nobody. He's, That's an he's MVP season. MVP, but since he has three top ten wide receivers in... Top,
1: top ten receivers. Receivers, sorry. Out of... I wouldn't say it's three. I would say four. it's probably one and then three in the top 20.
0: Well, if you're going to say top 20, I'm going to say four because Gronk you can add in there.
1: Who'd you have three? Oh, Antonio Brown. Yeah. because Yeah, probably is four top 20 then.
0: And then like five top 30 because of Scottie Miller.
1: I don't think no, I would put Scotty Miller top, top 30. 30. Definitely top 40, not top 30.
0: Okay. So, another thing I want you to get, I want to get your feedback on. Well, no, no, it's not feedback, sorry. I want your pre-preseason top five.
1: Our top five teams going into the offseason? Yes. So, before free agency in the draft, I think the top five teams, number one is Tampa Bay, obviously, they just won the Super Bowl. Number two is definitely Kansas City. Number three... I'm gonna have to go with the Packers. And then number four is the Bills. And number five is Hmm, off the top of my head, there I don't think there's a clear number five.
0: There's what are you saying? Saints. I no would not poorly. put the
1: Saints. I would not put them there. Oh
0: no, because there's no Jurizen anymore. There's no drinking. Well,
1: this is before the offseason. He hasn't officially retired.
0: I think that um i agree with you with the top four
1: i don't know who i would put five though like for real
0: like there's so many other teams that might do it i'm thinking of putting the rams you have aaron donald who just won defensive yeah because technically matt
1: stafford's gonna play for the next year so i would put the rams five
0: yeah i'm not putting the rams five i agree exactly with you i got a different word tampa one easy Chiefs, two. Easy. Bills, three. And then I put um, Packers, four. And then Rams, five. I don't like the... I I just switched the
1: Packers and Bills with me.
0: There's a reason, though. Rodgers is still in the air. Mm -hmm. And he might be the reason why some of these receivers and running backs are good.
1: It's an interesting theory. I think Rogers gonna stick around. I don't think he's gonna leave.
0: I mean, he's getting a bunch of offers from Jeopardy and from Fox. Jeopardy? Yeah, Jeopardy wants him as an as a host.
1: Celebrity co-host.
0: Um, Alex Trebek. Love you. RIP. R.I.P.
1: Next question.
0: Um, the last question will be leading into the next thing is the John Lynch. Hall of Fame induction, your feedback. Loving it. Loving I
1: it, think it. he's he's definitely a top ten safety all time. Yes. I don't know why it took it him so long to get inducted. It has been him.
0: way too long for first of all, a Super Bowl. And second of all, John Lynch to get into the Hall of Fame.
1: My main thinking right now is the Bucks might have had Five Hall of Famers on that defense yeah, Derek in Brooks
0: 2002. And Warren Sapp are already in. Derek also Brooks,
1: Warren Sapp, Sean and Lynch. Sean John Lynch—not yeah. Sean Lynch, John, John Lynch—they're yeah, all already in the Hall of Fame now. Rondé Barber was a finalist this year. Definitely a Hall of Famer. He has 28 sacks as a corner. All right, 28? nine. I, th- I did not know that. I think he has nine straight Pro Bowl or All Pro appearances too. Like he's just—he basically good. created the slot corner position. Nickel corner. Nickel corner, slot corner, same thing.
0: It's the same. And then
1: it's the fifth defensive back on the field. That's why it's nickel, by yeah. the way.
0: And then the fifth?
1: Simeon Rice. Now hear me out. He's he's been a finalist, I think, three times now. 2017, 2018, and maybe like 2015 or something. He had probably it was probably a mediocre career with the Bucks. But if you factor in his stats with the Cardinals from before he was with the Bucks, I mean, he's averaging between, like, probably 10 and 11 and a, half, 10 and 11 and a half sacks a year. That's just crazy to me. I so mean, how does that not get in the Hall of Fame?
0: Seven Hall of Famers from the Bucks.
1: Who would you put six and seven? Wait, no. Well, I think six. it's actually higher than that because well, of all the players six. that have filtered six them. would
0: be... Uh,
1: oh, Leroy Salmon. Salmon, right. So that
0: would just be Six. Seven, Tom Brady.
1: Eight, Gronk. First ballot, by yeah. the way.
0: Um, nine might be Antonio Brown. Uh,
1: no, 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 wait. Mike Evans.
0: Mike Evans. Mike Evans yes. Probably
1: Mike, Mike Evans, Evans. Yeah. at this point. Yeah, because
0: he just beat Randy um, Moss. He's, and he's halfway until beating Jerry Rice's record of 14 1,000-yard seasons in a career. Right. In his seventh year of his so career, that would be which is crazy. players and
1: they've already had some that In tech...
0: maybe?
1: Nah, probably not.
0: I mean, he's good. At this point, probably enough. not. Um Shaq Barrett though, he's he's wait, only wait, wait, 28 no. I'm still talking. He's
1: not going to be a Hall of Famer. Ten, he just doesn't have the numbers. 10 JPP? Mm, probably not. Ten. Now, hang on. There are a couple other guys that played for them in the past that are technically Hall of Famers for the Bucks. One is Tim Brown, former yeah. Oakland Raiders wide receiver. There's another defensive lineman that also played for the Vikings. That's what he's known for. I can't remember his name right now. Anthony Um, Munoz. Anthony Munoz played preseason games with them.
0: And he's counted in the Canton, Ohio. He's actually
1: in the Hall of Fame, right. We met him. He's counted as a Buccaneer because he played like three. Yes, we did meet him. He (laughs) played like three preseason games with the Bucks or something. And then the last one is Tony Dungy as a coach.
0: Um, I know exactly. I'm not that uh, offensive lineman. I just cannot remember his name. Um, I got another one that's going in. John Lynch. John uh-huh. I mean, sorry, John Gruden. Wow. Well, I, uh,
1: uh, I don't know. Maybe.
0: Um, there was another offensive lineman who played for the Bucks, and he should have had, like, a bunch of Pro Bowls, okay. but the Bucks were really Paul bad. Paul Gruber. Okay. There we go. That's who you're thinking yeah. this is I'm leading thinking in. of Paul Gruber. This yeah. is leading into our next segment, actually. Our next segment was going to be guessing the Ring of Honor. I think we just guessed, like, all, all of them. Um,
1: Before we transition, though, I did say that there was a defensive lineman for the Vikings that I was thinking of. It's offensive. It's offensive lineman, and his name is Randall McDaniel. Yes, I knew He's it. He's a big dude.
0: Okay, there are 14 players that I want you guys to try to guess. I'm gonna give are we you guessing
1: the... the Bucks Ring of yep. Honor?
0: And there's a reason why. In 2020, the new inductee is Monty Kiffin.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, and there's one more tight end. Back to the Hall of Fame conversation. Sorry for trampling. Oh, There's one Jimmy tight Giles. end to Jimmy Giles. We thought we, he was going to get in with the 100th year because they were adding a bunch of old, old players, but he yeah. didn't. Back to you, no. Sorry. Kay.
0: So the first one was inducted in 2009. Um, he's first Hall of Famer of the Bucks. That's my two hints. You guys can guess that. on them Yeah, Of course. Okay. Um, next one was inducted in 2010. I believe he was a safety or a corner. It's not John Lynch. No. It's another John.
1: John? <sighs> Does it tell you what years he played?
0: No. Oh, <laughs> I can man. see, though. Like... Just look the guy up. Um... We're trying to think bad. of all the John defensive backs that I know
1: of. Back to the Hall of Fame conversation again. We completely left out Levante David.
0: Oh, my God. We left out Levante <laughs>
1: David. <laughs> that was a mistake.
0: Big mistake right there. I yes. was trying to name like current defensive players, and I totally forgot about Levante La- La- David. Oh, head coach, actually. Head coach. Sorry. Bad mistake. Yeah. Coached from 19- six- 1976, you guys can guess that, to 1984. First
1: name is John. Hmm. John. John. John.
0: Who's was a first coach of the
1: John, Buccaneers. John. John. Hang on, I got it. can't remember his name. He was the first a book coach.
0: a in my dad's room about him.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh. Give me a second. Give me a second. Ah, oh, I can't find it. Dang it.
0: Yep. He's gonna say it. Yeah. Go ahead. John McKay. Dang it! I I was thinking his name was close to the Rams. I knew it had.
1: I knew it ended in a.
0: Next player. You guys just said this a couple minutes ago. Tight end. Old Jimmy play. Giles. Yep. Yeah. Jimmy Giles. Um. The next one. Offensive lineman. Paul Gruber. Correct. Next one. Two thousand thirteen. Defensive tackle slash nose tackle. Warren Sapp. Correct. Um. Next one, 2014, Trey, you gotta guess it. Linebacker. Der Brooks. Correct. Next one, fullback. Michael Stott. Michael Stott. <laughs> I didn't even need to say you you year. can say fullback and we know who it Same is. Same year, 2015, Doug Williams. Oh, jeez, I said the name. I yeah. was gonna say quarterback. <laughs> <laughs>
1: he might be a Hall of Famer, too. Yeah. He's like the uh-huh. first black, black quarterback, quarterback uh-huh. that really was good. Like,.
0: 2016 Super Bowl. Correct? He was a Super Bowl MVP. Two- he was technically the
1: backup for the Redskins that season. Sorry, no. Sorry,
0: sorry, sorry. 2016, my favorite safety in Bucks history.
1: Safety or corner. Safety. John
0: Lynch. Correct.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's ready right. to get inducted a couple years ago. Oh I'm yeah. About that.
0: Um, <laughs> into the- oh, so they're probably
1: gonna retire his number now.
0: Yep. I going to search one up. I'm not kidding. What's the Oh, I was about to say, what's the guy's name? I believe name? that he was an owner.
1: Was it uh? Yep, owner. Malcolm.
0: Yep, Malcolm. Malcolm Blazer, Blazer
1: yeah. TV mogul and fine and uh, just overall real estate. The next two
0: Google. are coaches. Um, first one. One of
1: them is John Gruden.
0: And the other coach. Tony Dungy. Peyton. Manning. Um, yeah. Um, the next one, favorite Bucks corner. Rondé Barber. Never. And then. The next one... Is it the last one? Yep. Monty Kiffen. <laughs> yep, defensive coach. Coordinator. Yeah. Um. It's kind of the same thing, yet not. By the he way... coordinates
1: all of the defensive coaches.
0: Something that we were thinking about right before oh. we recorded this is that the Jaguars, they, like, three or four years ago, they were in the AFC Championship. Look, who would have ever imagined that four years later, they're the worst team in the league? It's
1: pretty crazy. It, oh Except if you really watch them, you realize that a defenses really aren't they they aren't consistent year to year. Like the 2002 Bucks, they were probably one of the greatest defenses in 2002. And then in 2003 and 2004, they just they didn't have that same that same. same with drive. I have a reason. I'm
0: kind of same with the um Patriots entire team. You have a Super Bowl team. Well,
1: they also had a bunch of guys opt out this season like Stefan Gilmore. Yep.
0: Yeah. No, no, I was talking about like the year before that. Oh. Like the year mm-hmm. before that.
1: And the Eagles from a couple years ago were really good. And suddenly,
0: the Steelers
1: are probably not going to be that good next year. Um, the Rams defense from a couple years ago was uh, really good.
0: Yeah. Um and then they got crushed in the Super Bowl. One of the reasons why the Jaguars got crushed
1: 13 to 3.
0: One of the reasons why the Jaguars had this happen They got rid of uh, almost all of their corners. They salary
1: dumped. They got rid of Jalen Ramsey. They got rid of Miles Jack. Miles Jack. got rid of Calais Campbell.
0: Miles Jack is with the Dolphins. That's
1: weird. They got rid of Leonard Fournette. They got rid of Blake Bortles.
0: Speaking of Dolphins linebackers.
1: Where is Blake Bortles?
0: He's with the Rams. Yeah. No, I think Um, he got cut. Practice squad. Um, Speaking of linebackers for the Dolphins shout out to Van Ginkle I don't remember your first name I'm sorry um, Rick Van Ginkle
1: Fred Van Ginkle no it's not Fred Van Ginkle why did I say Rick Van Ginkle Rick Van Winkle is what you were thinking of I think of Finkel and Einhorn from
0: Andrew Van Ginkle you are our favorite linebacker that doesn't play hmm. for the Bucks
1: also a Dutch soccer player named Marco Van Ginkle
0: um, you are amazing. Um, oh, he
1: plays for Chelsea. Cool.
0: Chelsea? Andrew, mm-hmm. you are amazing. I'm not kidding. <laughs> At the end of the season, you I mean, just blow up. Andrew Van Ginkle. That was that was crazy when he did that. Okay. okay.
1: Um, he, I think he went, like, four straight weeks, weeks yep, or something with yep. a big defensive play. So now, Trey, we're going to go over to you with your best players by the numbers.
0: Favorite. Players.
1: Oh, sorry.
0: Um, number eighty, Jerry Rice. Interesting.
1: I mean, he's definitely the greatest wide receiver of all time. What do you mean, interesting?
0: Oh, I like it, but I feel like everyone would pick Jerry Rice at eighty. Who would what? you pick? Well, I'd have to think
1: oh. a lot. Okay.
0: I'm not getting our. Actual Continue, Trey. What? Just saying. This took me a day. Just saying. <laughs> You'd have to think like a month.
1: I can't really think of any other athletes that were number eighty off the top of my head. I mean I have to think was a little bit.
0: Probably my favorite, no matter what. Number eighty one, Night Train Lane. Hmm. Yeah. He changed football.
1: Well like he definitely changed football because they had to make a rule about clotheslining people. I would say he's probably one of the better run stop corners, I guess, of our, all time.
0: He would be a good bus corner. A good what? Bucks
1: corner. Yeah, actually, he would fit that—the big corner, not very fast, but very good in man coverage. St- steps up and stops the run. Um, like a Carlton Davis.
0: Yeah. Um, I would have at eighty one. I would have put Calvin Johnson.
1: Yeah, that's fair.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> that's literally that's fair. he would manhandle people. It's
1: weird that. Yeah. He, Night Train yeah. Lane wore eighty one because that's not a very good common number for corners.
0: Yeah. I know. It's so weird like, you could hear about a safety who wore number 20 back then. That'd be awesome. On Madden, um, every time that I had Night Train Land on a roster, I thought that it was Calvin Johnson playing corner for some reason. I mean, it's a Detroit Lion, number 81, playing... Pretty tall. Pretty (laughs) Pretty tall. So, yeah, I would agree with you. So, yeah. 82. So,
1: yeah, um, Alan Page. Mm. Oh, man. He's certainly, let's think about this, he's one of the greatest players to never win a Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Yeah. I would say the other ones are like Dan Marino. Um, Oh,
0: yeah. Wait, no. Oh, yeah, he was. Remember, guys, I made this a few months ago, so was he a Viking? Yes. Viking defensive
1: lineman. So, I would say it's probably Alan Page. He's probably one of the best defensive players to never win a ring. Dan Marino is definitely the best player ever to not win a ring. He's like a top five quarterback ever. Yeah. He basically defined this entire era of football. I don't know how He's the one he did get a
0: ring.
1: He went to the Super Bowl in his rookie season, and everybody figured, you know, he'll be back there his entire career, and he never made it back. He never did. even went to another Super Bowl. It's as crazy as Rodgers only winning one or even just going to one. That's or crazy that just only going to one.
0: To one. Yeah. That's against the Rams by the way he definitely should have gone to the Super Bowl um yeah. back and you he could ever, have beaten Brady easily. remember early in the episode Probably. we talked about um Aaron Rodgers being the MVP and all mm-hmm. yeah I still disagree with that speaking of Aaron Rodgers so number, moving on to number 83 the second tallest player of all time Ted Hendricks Ted Hendricks mm. who's
1: the tallest um, Is Deacon Jones I don't Jones? remember his
0: name uh um, no defensive lineman for the Ravens. I don't remember what his For name. the Ravens? He Calais was, Campbell? He was yeah. seven foot something. I'm just I'm kidding. He was kidding. definitely seven foot something.
1: Uh, Ed Too Tall Jones.
0: Nope, not him. Dang. He, yeah, I don't know how it's not him. Um, Alright,
1: well, Noah finds this. Tell us about this Ted Hendricks.
0: So, um, he was pretty like for one thing, first of all, he looked pretty cool. Like, he had, like, the double-bar face mask. I don't hold well, the bar down the center. You also have the hand wraps. That looked pretty cool. So, But second of all, he was amazing.
1: Oh, this guy kind of looks... Um, he I mean, looks like football.
0: Yes. Um, can I say it? Yeah. Richard Sly. He was 7 foot officially. Um, he's the tallest player in NFL history. He only played 8 games in his rookie season with the oakland raiders drafted in the 10th round of the 1967 draft
1: the 10th round wow. wait um
0: are he, only seven now there are there used to be longer um and he was a reserve when the raiders went to the soup to super bowl two or yeah super bowl two still that's <sighs>
1: so the the actually the be, the best pass rusher in college football gets the, the ted Hendri- the ted hendricks award oh, carl massive has won it former buccaneer chase young won it most recently i think well other than this year i don't know who won it this year cuz i wasn't really watching a whole lot of college football
0: college football is boring this year
1: it was kind of boring like it's all it it's boring it's, because it's always the same two teams in the championship, I feel like.
0: Also, it's always like what you predict.
1: It's always Alabama, Ohio State, and Clemson. It's really like, it's bothering me.
0: I know. I it's don't so like annoying. It. Yeah, but then every year, one of the Florida teams gets way up there, and then they play Alabama or Clemson, and then, and they, then they get crashed. Yeah. yeah. Like, they do amazing. Like, this year, the Gators went all the way. And they looked amazing, and then got trashed. It's, and Florida State—I mean, they were okay. And basketball they were are not very good. It's just the, uh, they were
1: not great in, f- in football this year.
0: It's just the same thing every single year. It's right. always what you expect.
1: Right. Well, I would say no. That Florida State hasn't been good since Jameis Winston left.
0: Yes. Yes, that is definitely true. Yeah, and Jameis Winston hasn't been good since he was at Florida State
1: actually I found out last night that there's this new football league it's called the fan control football league basically you download an app on your phone and while you're watching the game you vote on which play the teams call and what defensive alignment they use and all that fun stuff so instead of kicking extra points because there's no field goal posts either you score a touchdown or you don't so you get one snap from the 5 yard line for an extra point or one snap from the 10 yard line for 2 points and so, you. So wait,
0: this if, is an
1: app? Yes, you can download it. I think it might cost money, but I'm not really sure. So, if you, if they, so you get to pick the wide receiver and the corner, like for the matchup, and then you get also I think you get to pick which route. I'm not really sure. I don't watch That's some of these games. That's pretty cool. It is. I like it. And so, I was looking. I was like doing more research about this league. It's also on a fifty-yard field. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, Johnny Manziel is one of the quarterbacks. DeAndre Francois, former Florida State quarterback, that's what got me thinking wait, about wait, this. Wait. By the way, are
0: they actual like players that are
1: like actual people you would know? And, and Quentin Flowers—that's my... that's the other thing. <gasps> Quentin Flowers, and they're USF my... Bulls legend wait, wait, wait. is the other quarterback.
0: Remind me who Johnny Manziel? Was. Johnny
1: Football, youngest player I ever won Heisman. Oh, drafted by the Cleveland Browns. Oh, it was okay. Awful.
0: And the okay. players are like actually playing the game. Yes. <laughs> That's yeah, crazy. it's pretty awesome. An app can tell.
1: All right, Trey. Sorry to get sidetracked again. I feel that like we there, always there, 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 get sidetracked there, 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 during that, these that, conversations. The I've ever heard. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna do more so research happy, while yeah. you're going back to your I'm players' so, so the numbers. Quentin, oh,
0: wait, I forgot. When, wait were we on
1: eighty-four. Uh, we just talked about Ted hendrix
0: so, yeah, we're on 84. Randy Moss, of
1: course. Of course. Of course. I would we, say he's probably one of the top five wide receivers ever.
0: Maybe not second, but you can definitely make an argument for second. Um, And now he has a son. Oh, um, come on. He's
1: a tight end, he's a, yeah, tight, he's end, a right?
0: tight end. He's awesome. But he was hurt the entire season. And oh, yeah. gonna be... Didn't he play for LSU? Yep. Yeah. The reason that he didn't play this year is that... Um, he tore his ACL in yeah. um the practice, and he was gonna be the starting the starting um tight end. His name is Thaddeus Moss.
1: Thaddeus, oh, and he's eighty
0: four, and he is awesome.
1: Oh, what a name, he,
0: um, Thaddeus and Randall. I the, mean,
1: if Randy Moss had put on more weight and then he played in today's game, he'd probably be a tight end. Um,
0: right? Yeah, um, with Thaddeus Moss in the, uh, in the National Football Championship. He caught, like, an Odell Beckham Jr. catch, yeah, but he, he stayed on his feet, and that was awesome. He got two feet, and then, like, Randy Moss went crazy. <laughs> that was awesome. Um, I remember, speaking of Thaddeus Moss, I remember his first touchdown in the conference, uh, the, NCAA, the NCAA championship. Um, I remember Thaddeus caught his first touchdown in there. And then the camera pans over to Randy, Randy. who's yeah. almost crying. That was such a sweet moment. Okay, who's the next player? Chad Ochocinco.
1: Oh man, that was a fun player to watch. I barely remember watching him because remember you know, the backflip into
0: the end zone over that um over.
1: I, I don't think that was him. I think it was. No, it wasn't. Oh, there's was another Bengals player. But yeah, that was that was actually pretty cool too.
0: So, I just, I thought it was. Anyways, um, number 86, the, like, next, the last He did a four. front flip over a Cardinal. That's what you were thinking okay, of. Okay, so, the next four are tight ends. Number 86, Zach Ertz, my fantasy football tight end. You, He's always my fantasy football tight end. He's my favorite fantasy football tight end.
1: Who is it? I was Zach thinking. Ertz. Oh, Yeah. Uh, trade rumors. He and Carson Wentz might both be leaving Philadelphia this year. No. I mean, I'm okay with it.
0: I'm okay. It depends
1: on whether they, where they land, because I don't want either of them in the NFC South. I'm still scared that the Bucks are actually terrible, and this is all a dream.
0: <sighs> um, can I move on to number eighty-seven? Yeah. You yep. all already know who it is. Rob, Rob Gronkowski. Gronkowski. By the way, I said
1: Bob Gronkowski. Bob. Alright, who's 88?
0: Um, Tony G.
1: Tony Gonzalez? Okay, good pick.
0: Um, and finally, to end off the 80s, number 89, Iron Mike Dicka.
1: Hmm. Interesting. Three tight ends to finish the 80s. Four. Four
0: tight Th- that's ends I Forgot about Ertz. um... Um, one of Gronk's other nicknames is Bob. I'm not kidding.
1: (laughs) Because he's Robert.
0: He's Robert Gronkowski. His actual name is Robert, but everybody calls him Rob. And Robert can also be short with the the Bob, right? It's, uh, Bob is a nickname for Robert. Yes, and Rob is short for Robert. Oh my god. Hmm.
1: This is cool. Boy. Okay, I was researching the fan control football league while you guys were talking. So, I mentioned that there there are only, like, three recognizable names right now. Johnny Manziel, Quentin Flowers, who, by the way, loved him at USF. He was really oh, good. Oh,
0: yes. Oh, oh wait. When you he, was like, right he was now. like
1: Lamar Jackson, but playing on a really bad team.
0: When you search him up right now, it shows USF, USF.
1: Um, He played in the XFL too. The V, yeah, the
0: V helmet from the XFL. The Vipers? Did he play for the Vipers? Vipers, Yeah. Really? Tampa Vipers. And then.
1: I didn't really watch any of those games.
0: Yeah, I thought it was going to be really fun, but there were only eight games. Yeah. And then it shows him in a Bengals helmet
1: because he was on their (laughs) he was on their practice squad or something. Yeah. Yeah, and
0: then he he was they turned him into a running back. Yep, they turned him into a running back. I didn't like that. He's number thirty four. Yeah, now he's back at
1: quarterback. And uh, DeAndre Francois, who was pretty good at Florida State for a couple years, and then was really awful last year.
0: Um, I really want to see Quentin Flowers playing a game for the Bengals. Why? Because I just want to see him play in the NFL.
1: Okay. Yeah, me too. But I don't think that's ever going to happen, unfortunately. Um. See, they still really haven't embraced the running quarterback.
0: It's really
1: sad. So as I was explaining with the fan controlled football league, every week there's a draft but the entire defense is drafted as a unit. Offensive lines are drafted as a kinda unit. Like a fantasy football. Kinda like mm. in fantasy football. The focus is really on the quarterbacks, wide receivers, and running backs. So awesome. to call plays, you either are watching on Twitch, like the mm. the app that's weirdly owned by Jeff Bezos. <laughs> or in the FCF app, fan controlled football app. You'll see run or pass when your team is on offense. Pick one, and you'll see four diagrammed play options. Lock in your favorite. Get notified which play won the vote, and watch the play unfold on the field in real time.
0: Gotcha.
1: The other interesting thing is if you get really good at calling plays or drafting players, your fan IQ score goes up. As you hit certain targets, you will level up on your fi- You will level up your fan IQ, and this increases your voting power, causing your votes to count for more. I am so doing this.
0: Oh, yeah. We are so doing this. Oh. We might even, like, go on a Zoom call or something. No. No, because then the other team can cheat. Yeah. that. Would.
1: Why would we go on a Zoom call? I
0: don't know. So that, like, we're watching it with the other people. I don't know.
1: Wait, what other people? Our fans. Our fans?
0: Yeah. Our, like, <laughs> our, like 200 fans or something. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. It's, like, 100.
1: Interesting idea. We also don't have Twitch, so where would they watch it?
0: Kapow. I don't know, I like YouTube him. Live? I like... I mean, I can actually
1: do that. Alright, I'm going to look at the rosters. What else were we, were we going to talk about? Oh, yeah, I remember now. So, my question to you guys is, is there any one player in NFL history that is more solidly the best ever at their position than Jerry Rice? I or am Tom. Tom. <laughs> Maybe Tom Brady? I mean, now these he's is <laughs> now he's won his seventh Super Bowl.
0: He's literally. He I would
1: say he's pretty much the solid he has number more one. And
0: then, Super Bowls than, like the Steelers. He, he has more Super
1: position. Bowls than every other NFL If we're going to do
0: it by position, I can do that easily. The next one I would say, tight end Rob Gronkowski, easy. In the playoffs, maybe. I mean, I'm looking at my list right here of my four tight ends. Zach has gone. Gronk, maybe. Tony G, maybe. Iron Mike Ditka. Close No, no cigar. Um close but no cigar. <clears throat> I mean I'm you have say, like the Kellen Winslow's and you got like If you're gonna talk about Gronk and Gonzalez, then you gotta add in Kelsey, then you're gonna try to add in K- Kittle Jimmy G. And Jimmy G? Jimmy Graham? No, Not no, I don't think so at all. No,
1: he had a couple good seasons with the Saints, but he just hasn't and been consistent. And then with the Seahawks—he
0: went to the Super Bowl.
1: He hasn't been consistent, though. Yeah, he, he hasn't, hasn't been, been, been consistently good.
0: If he was consistently good, then he would maybe be up there. <sighs>
1: no, I don't. I don't even know if he's a Hall of Famer, to be honest.
0: I don't know if he's first ballot. I don't
1: even. But I don't. I don't know. I have to go look at his stats. I guess I, I just don't remember him really leading the tight end category in stats.
0: I, I, I mean, in fantasy, he was he's the just leader. he's he's Wait, He
1: played in a tough division for I a lot that, of his career. I Hang on. What I'm still
0: talking. Okay.
1: So he played in a really tough division for all a lot of his career. I don't even think he was on the roster when Drew Brees took him to the Super Bowl. That's one thing. And then he also played in an era where there were all, like. Some two of probably the best tight ends ever, Tony Gonzalez, and Rob Gronkowski. Mm-hmm. So it's really tough for him to be the greatest of all time, the greatest of all time in his position, if he never led in receiving in those categories.
0: And there are two people that and he, were
1: on, he only has maybe two Super Bowls, mm-hmm. like maximum.
0: I mean, he's been to the one with the Seahawks. He's been to at least two with the Seahawks.
1: No, no, he was not on those teams. I think maybe he has won with the Saints. I don't remember him being on the Seahawks Super Bowl team.
0: Maybe he has won with the um, Giants, not the Giants, Packers. No,
1: because Aaron Rodgers hasn't been to the Super Bowl since 2012, back when he was playing for the Saints.
0: I mean, he just went to an AFC championship with the Packers, so...
1: I don't think he's on that team.
0: He is. Well, wait,
1: what? He is. Uh, no, I don't think he is. While
0: well, he's looking that up, um, I have a person who is the greatest at their position, punt returner, Devin Hester.
1: Well, <laughs> <laughs> there are really a whole lot of other punt returners that only punt returned in kick return. It's an interesting proposi- proposition.
0: Um, I would it, say though, you're gonna add a hit. now. I think you have to add Terry Kill and you have to add um, Quarterback. Oh.
1: I don't think you really have to. I remember only. I I only remember clearly two kick return touchdowns for Cordell Patterson. And I think they were back-to-back weeks weeks back when he played for the Vikings. But I don't really remember anything since. He's just been a wide receiver running back combo for, like, the Ravens and the Bears. No. No. Not even
0: the Ravens. So, no. Um, and then just, Tyreek
1: Hill, he has a no. couple, but he doesn't have 14 punt return touchdowns. Um, that is an insane number.
0: There's another guy. Eight. Um. Eight. He has eight. Quarter of
1: eight kick return touchdowns. Yeah. What about punts? Um.
0: Mm-hmm. There was this another guy who played for the Chiefs, an old player. Um, I can't remember his name.
1: Um. I know who you're. Ta- I know who you're thinking of. He has. I can't one. remember it either. He, he only has one, one punt return. How many does Tyreek kill have?
0: <laughs> Tyreek kill's gonna have more.
1: See, because here's the thing. Hester has five kick return touchdowns and 14 punt return touchdowns. When there I... are receivers that don't even have 14 receiving touchdowns in a season. And he has 1,000-yard kick return seasons. Kick returns.
0: He has to be the greatest at that position. Terry <laughs> Hill <laughs> has no. two um, there punt might be no and arguing. one, and no, sorry, no kick returns.
1: What about Deshaun Jackson? Because he was another good punt returner for a little um, while.
0: Let me say one thing. Okay. Um, when you search up how many kick return touchdowns, it shows. Does Tyreek Hill? Does Cordero Patterson? Does Devin Hester? I'm not kidding. It shows that.
1: So a- after you, de- mm. so f- you're looking at Deshaun Jackson now. Yeah. And then another one would be Antonio Brown because those are like the only ones that I can really think of being very good.
0: Um, look up the greatest. Um, Kansas City Chiefs Deshaun return. Jackson has zero kick return ones. On he, has one return yeah, he has at least one punt return.
1: Thanks, Giants fans. Miracle in the Meadowlands. Four
0: punt returns.
1: That's it. I,
0: mean, I so would have thought of
1: more. It's a lot, but it, I would have thought more.
0: Okay, who's the other guy?
1: Antonio Brown. And then you're going to look at Trace thing.
0: I can't remember his name.
1: Yeah, he was really good.
0: Who? The um, real conversation is... Chiefs play... Wait. It was a Chiefs player. He was one of the greatest punt returners of all time. Zero and zero for Brown. Really? Yeah. Really?
1: What about the one where he kicked a Browns punter in the face or something? Oh my god. (laughs) You guys remember that?
0: Oh my god. That was crazy. That was so awesome.
1: I think Uh, the real conversation is, will Devin Hester be first ballot? Because I definitely think he'll get in the Hall of Fame eventually. I just don't know what the...
0: um, both of them? I want to look at, like...
1: It's 14 team. punt returns, 5 kick returns. So, what about... At, like... Well, I would I would say offensive lines, is there anybody that really is, like, the greatest ever? Anthony Munoz at tackle?
0: Mm. I mean, it's hard to judge offensive
1: lineman. It really is. That's true.
0: Because they only really have 14 punt returns. That's right.
1: <laughs> they only do have two stats. Giving up a sack or a pancake.
0: Yeah, exactly. Give Please give up sacks.
1: Ah, Trey, I found him. Dante Hall.
0: Yes! He might be the greatest kick returner. And Devin Hester might be the greatest punt returner. That might be... Another one we didn't think about is Deion Sanders. Three. Oh, oh, yeah. Who? Deion Sanders. Devon Hester has three kick return touchdowns.
1: Oh, sorry for misleading the public.
0: So, um... I really want to talk running back. Because there are a lot of all-time greats at running back. You got, like, the Jim Brown. If you're going to include Barry Sanders, then in wide what- receiver you have to include Calvin Johnson.
1: Oh, another one we didn't think about. Darren Sproles, seven touchdowns as a punt returner and two as a kick returner.
0: Oh.
1: Desmond Howard, eight oh, touchdowns geez, as a punt returner. None as a kick returner though. He was really good. He... I always God. forget
0: about him. Cordero Patterson, yeah.
1: Seven as a kick returner. Kickoff returner.
0: Guy I think is a little bit crazy. Nobody you're always talking about the greatest quarterback, the greatest wide receiver, the greatest running back. But nobody ever talks about the defense.
1: It's true. Did I forget about Who are him? you proposing?
0: How did I forget about who? Mel Gray?
1: Mel Gray? I'm um, going to be honest. I don't know who that is.
0: Tech Mobile. That's how I know him.
1: Uh, um. So three wait, kick return, tu- punt play. return touchdowns, six as a kick returner. Mm-hmm.
0: Um. there was this one guy, he played for the Browns. He was a father of somebody who's, who's now in the NFL. It was Mark Ingram.
1: Mark Ingram is Senior. what?
0: Senior. Oh, Mark Senior. Ingram. Senior. Yes.
1: Was he a kick returner?
0: Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. He's on Tech ball as well. And then there's another guy that dad gave a weird name. Okay. okay. Let me
1: let me just keep going on this list to see if he's actually on here. Josh Cribbs, three touchdowns as a punt returner, eight as a kick returner. Gail Sayers, two punt two as a punt returner, six as a kick returner. That's weird.
0: You have to add in um I mean, so the the timeline, like. You were allowed to hit people in awkward, hard ways.
1: Brian Mitchell nine as a punt returner, four as a kick returner. Jeez, Dante, Dante Hall. Hall. That's two you're looking, that two you were looking for earlier. Six is both. And then finally, we get to our top two: Oops. Deion Sanders, six punt, uh, three kick. How kicks. do we
0: always forget about him?
1: And then one, Devin Hester, fourteen punt returns, five kick returns. I was right. So, uh,
0: well, there's this one guy that Dad always calls an inappropriate name that means really small. Oh, God. I don't remember his name Okay, so I used to call we, him that name all the time. Do means a defensive player? Like a defense position? Because nobody really talks about the defense. We're always talking about the greatest quarterback, the greatest wide receiver, mm. the greatest running back. Nobody ever talks the about the defense. The argument for greatest corner so you, is very hard so to talk about.
1: let's start at middle linebacker. Who would you say is objectively the best middle linebacker? Then?
0: Maybe Ray Lewis. It's an interesting one. It's a name that There's, everyone knows.
1: That's true. He's definitely the most recognizable name that would go on that list.
0: I um, mean... I would say, though... Also, he also has the most recognizable NFL dance The the <laughs> <laughs> Um, There are three guys that you have to... Th- if you're going to think of Bobby Wagner, then you got to think of Luke Kuechly. Then you right. got to think of Levante David. Exactly. Well,
1: if Luke Kuechly's first ballot, as people are now saying, I guess... Avante um, David is also first ballot.
0: And Bobby because... Wagner is already. So. To... <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. I
1: would say Bobby Wagner is probably. I would even put him up there with like Brian Erlacher. Yeah.
0: Brian Erlacher's. Mm-hmm. That guy yeah, for the me. Dolphins.
1: I can't remember his name. He oh, should yeah. be a Hall of Famer. Zach Thomas? He
0: should. yes. He... Watch a highlight video on YouTube. I'm not kidding. This guy is amazing. He can hit someone <laughs> like Night Train Lane. <laughs> But he can catch it like Deion Sanders.
1: It's amazing that you're and talking he... about a Hall of Famer like people who've never heard of him. It's, am- it's amusing.
0: Well, he can! <laughs> um, Another guy that I was. I want to move on to defensive line. That's okay, defensive line. Go ahead. Um, let's see. Who could probably be the greatest defensive line at all, ever? Ever?
1: Undisputably? Yes. I don't think you can have that because you have all of these different guys you, i mean j.j watts in that conversation
0: deacon jones
1: deacon jones you have mean joe green, mean joe green.
0: i'm trying to think of all the, like the classics um
1: that guy that played for the packers with the head slap or whatever
0: ah uh, um reggie reggie white. white there
1: you go there's He's the guy that literally invented the sack
0: uh, um, Deacon Jones. No, that's no, not Deacon was Jones. Play on that defensive line. Played for no. the
1: Jets, I think.
0: I think I know who you're talking about. I feel like he was on
1: the Is Deion Sanders objectively the best corner ever?
0: Yeah. Who I would say he's up definitely there? up there. I feel like other who people, else? though, created what he's been able to do. Right, him. but
1: he perfected it.
0: He's plainly perfected He perfected that. I would and
1: say that Rondé Barber is the if, greatest
0: nickel. No, I would say that if we're the nickel corner. if we if
1: it. if we're calling the nickel corner an official NFL position, which it should be now because most teams run nickel corner or nickel defenses um, a majority of the time, then Rondé Barber perfected that position. Oh, he did. He basically invented it too. It really didn't exist before him. He was one of the first guys to line up as a slot corner with five defensive backs on the field. Not just the safety coming down to guard the guy in the slot, but there are two safeties, two outside corners, and one inside corner. He uh, invented
0: that. Going, okay, wait, wait, wait. Speaking of the Bucks' defense and all the nickel stuff and linebackers, you have Derek Brooks up there. Mm-hmm. He was.
1: He's also up there, yes. Mm-hmm. I I think you could probably put Warren Sapp in the defensive line. He
0: created the nickel linebacker. I'm just gonna the say Derek linebacker. Brooks showed up so much at the well, NFL honors wait, this year. The, wait, the coverage linebacker.
1: Yes. He, he
0: he basically created the coverage linebacker. Well, interestingly the way that they play it
1: today. Interestingly. He was recruited out of high school as a defensive back. Did you know that? No, I didn't
0: know that. That's yeah. pretty cool. And he
1: played for FSU. Go Seminole.
0: Yeah, I, I have his FSU card as a, I believe that it's linebacker, but now I gotta check it again, cause it might be D back and it's signed. I love that card. Um, mm-hmm. going back to um the defensive backs, you could put up Troy Polamalu.
1: I don't know though. Um, cause you have to think about it. Who else um, played safety in that era? And, and was he's was he even the best among them? Ed Reed. Ed Reed.
0: You have to I'm say I would definitely say the he's. Player,
1: They're both top five. The player probably. that
0: created their type of safety, I would say it might be John Lynch.
1: Not Ed had, Reed for Troy Polamalu. Yeah. John Lynch created, and Troy Polamalu were really. They created the
0: hard hitting safety.
1: The hard hitting, come down, run stop safety.
0: And they started Jamal Adams. Wait um, no, they they yes, perfected. Yes, exactly. They they perfected it because, um, what's his name? Night Train Lane.
1: Well. He's more of a corner, not a create, not a safety. Yeah.
0: This, those two safeties created the legal hard hit. The, yeah. Although
1: now it's kind of illegal.
0: Yeah, but I mean Jamal just, Adams still can get it I don't it his think that anybody talks about the greatest defensive player because there are too many penalties nowadays. That's no, true. Yeah.
1: It's be- hard to be. It, it's, it's hard, hard to be. talk
0: about them because there are too many penalties. Then there hey, let him play.
1: Let him play unless it's. I guess, in the Super Bowl.
0: I'm gonna say, the Super Bowl, though, they did call it over, especially the heel clip against Mike Evans.
1: Yeah. Um, That's incidental contact, but it certainly did look like it was on purpose at the beginning. uh, Yeah. Like, unless you can review pass interference...
0: Yeah, you should should be allowed to review pass
1: interference. But if you're gonna be able to review pass interference, you have to be able to, like, they have to be able to change it, because every time they reviewed it last year, not last year, but two years ago, it never got changed. Hardly ever. That's the problem. So anyway, I think that's it for this episode. We will have more episodes out today. Make sure to rate and review and subscribe, please. Please subscribe. Listening in, listening is optional. Uh, and also go follow Twitter, Twitter account at TNT underscore sports underscore pod. Also, Have a nice weekend. Well, not weekend, because I guess it's Monday, technically.
0: Have a good week. Whatever.